Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your freak flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you haven't followed my show on the podcast app that you're listening on, make sure to follow my show. If you love my show, make sure to give me a five-star review. That kind of thing always helps my show. Somebody in Great Britain wrote, oh, you need more diversity. Like, really? Have you looked at the fucking titles lately? Oh, my gosh. I can't even. I give three episodes a week. I have Fridays with the craziest fetishes you've ever heard. I just had two gay guys on that are famous gay porn stars, and someone still thinks I need to be more diverse. My show is so fucking diverse. I have 647 of the most diverse episodes. <laughs> Look through, okay? So if you love my show and it's diverse enough for you, you can leave me a nice review. I read all of them, obviously. Um, if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. I change everyone's names. You could call me from a phony number. I don't even know who the people are that I talk to. I don't dig deep to find out who the fuck people are. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have an interesting, naughty, true story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and click on be on the show. You could also fill out the form there and that email will go to me. If you have a confession that you want to get off your back while remaining anonymous, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. Make sure you're in a quiet place. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need a longer, just call back right away and finish the rest of your confession. I'll just put them together. I change all of the voices on my confessions, and those are all aired on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon is super interesting. You get all the pics of, like, anonymous pics of all of my female guests, as well as all the anonymous confessions, and there's hundreds of them on there that you get access to immediately when you sign up. And you also now get access to my Discord channel where people are getting, like, super naughty. That's where the X-rated stuff is. I give access, free access, to all of my callers to go on there and post whatever they want. You see the R-rated things on my Patreon, but if you sign up for my Patreon, you also get access to the X rated discord to do that just go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast it's just five dollars a month and you could cancel at any time and you could come back at any time it's all good now all the links and information that i just gave you is in the description so if you're driving just go to the description later that's where the links are that's where my email is that's where the confessions line is blah 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 (laughs) So today I have on Roger. Now, Roger was a longtime listener of my show and he was like, just became a Patreon member actually and was telling me some stories. I'm like, why don't you come on the show and tell me some stuff? And 
his story is super interesting because Roger is a guy who was married twice. And then after the second marriage ended, he really started to live out his bucket list. Okay. Now he started living it out when he was like in his late fifties and he's now in his sixties and he is doing it all. I mean, typically I'm going way back with people and they're you know, talking about when they started and got into the lifestyle and started to do all these crazy things. Roger didn't start to do it till I like, like I said, till he was like in his late fifties and he's doing it all he is doing mfm threesomes fm threesomes he's the cleanup guy he loves eating jizz and you know getting snowballed he's going to a gangbang he just went to his first glory hole and his glory hole had a girl on the other side okay it's like a set up thing he hires a lot of working girls. He goes to get happy ending massages from men. He loves trans women. He's hooked up with them. He is doing it all. He's a switch. He loves anal play. He's been a top. He's been a bottom. He has hooked up with many couples where the guy is by. That's like pretty much his favorite thing because his favorite thing right now is that whole cum fetish. He likes to be the cleanup guy. And we talk all about it, how we got into all this stuff, you know, where he finds all these people and all these things. He recently got invited to a gangbang. He reads me the gangbang email, which is super interesting. <laughs> I told him to send me. He reads these two specific emails that were like inviting him, I think, to the glory hole as well as the gangbang email. He met this guy, like I think on FetLife, where this, you know, is a coordinator of these glory hole and gangbangs. And he read me the emails and they're just super interesting. I was like, send me the screenshots. Those screenshots of exactly what goes down in those emails are over on my Patreon. But he reads them here while we're talking and they're super fascinating to me. I don't know. I think you'll find them interesting too. They're kind of funny. Um, but anyway, I'm going to get right to it and be right back on with Roger. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Roger. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing pretty well. I woke up with a little bit of head cold this morning, so my voice is a little deeper than normal. Maybe you don't even have to change it. Oh, no, I'm going to fucking change it. I'll make you higher or even deeper. I don't know. I will change your voice. So no one's even going to know except you, Roger. They don't even going to know your name because Roger is not your name. I was like, oh, Roger, I like that name. I don't think I've ever had a Roger on in all of the eight years on my show. Now, now, listen, Roger, is it safe to say that you are a guy that has been involved in the lifestyle throughout the years? Because I know you've done a lot of stuff. Yeah, probably for about 15 years, maybe. Okay, well, that's more. That's 15 years more than most people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's your deal? Like, why don't you start at the beginning? How did you decide to do the things that you decided to do? Because I know that there's glory holes involved. Like, there's a lot of stuff involved in your life that you've done. Like, hardcore things that, like I said, most people don't ever do. Right, right. Yeah, I guess just in my, I was pretty vanilla in my earlier life. And I've been married twice and everything was pretty vanilla. And then I actually started seeing working girls <laughs> and getting a little crazy. I like that. I like, you know, a lot of people don't say working girls. I forgot about that term. I kind of like it. So wait, now, did you start seeing working girls while you were married to one of these women that you were married to? Yes, unfortunately. Okay. So you started cheating. Now, was that your first marriage or second marriage? Second. Okay. And how long into that marriage did you start? Were you otherwise before this, like always like a monogamous guy? Yes, for certain. For certain. I, that was my strict belief. 
Wow. And so what changed? Because I think that's kind of interesting because I think, you know, some people are like, oh, once a cheater, always a cheater. And I think that they think the opposite. Oh, you know, you're not a fucking cheater. You're never going to be a fucking cheater. But like, you know, so I like to hear all those stories. Like, why did a guy who, you know, subscribed to I would never cheat? Why did you start cheating on that second wife? (laughs) I'm not sure I can really pinpoint. I guess it was she and I were, I guess you could say we were in kind of a sex, you know, the typical sexless marriage or sex, sexless for a period of time. Yeah. And I wasn't good at communication. Yeah, most a lot of guys aren't. And somebody on YouTube recently was like, you're so wrong, I could communicate. It's like, yeah, well, you're like one of the, you're not the majority, okay? <laughs> it's like the majority of men are not that great at communicating. You know, they just don't. They're not wired that way. Women, we're over communicators. You know, that's what you guys hate so much about us. You know? <laughs> I'm not so sure I hate it. I think I kind of like it. And certain other girls that I've dated over the last, I've been divorced 10, 11, 12 years, something like that. And so the girls I've dated over that period, you know, some of them have been helpful in the communication situation. Because they can over communicate, then it helps you. But I mean, listen, you're a guy that obviously in your first, your, in your first marriage, you were going through bad times because you got divorced, but you didn't cheat on her. Like I was just wondering, what was the difference in the second one? Was it because not only were you guys having issues, you weren't banging and there was like zero sex. And so you had to get that someplace. Like what was the difference? That's hard to say. I, I, the first marriage was only about three years. So that that kind of fell apart. She had some alcohol issues. And how long were you with the second wife before you started uh, cheating? 20 plus years. Oh, okay. So yeah, so that's the difference. It's not that hard to stay faithful to someone for three years, right? And the minute it got bad, I mean, you got out, probably no kids. It was a pretty clean break. I don't know. But like the second exactly. marriage is probably a lot more complicated. No, not really. No kids. Oh, okay. That's no, That no helps. Real, no financial attributes to really speak of. And I've been a musician all my life. I guess I can say that. Okay. I've been lucky enough to make a living at it for the last 40 years or so. So that's your job. Like, that's what you do for a living. You're a musician. Yeah. You're a paid musician. You get paid to do that. I mean, listen, you're lucky. You're right. Because like most musicians don't get paid. <laughs> Yes, yes. And uh, I am still making a living. I, in fact, I worked yesterday. So, okay, cool. But so, so that, so how long into that marriage did you start seeing working girls? Mm, 20 years in. Okay, so that's, yeah, so you, yeah, like, that's what's so interesting. You know, I think we, a lot of people sit back and they judge people who cheat, right? And I mean, you know, I've cheated in my life, but I'm like not a cheater. And like, how does that, how could you say those two things? But I think that sometimes shit happens. Like here you are a guy who is very monogamous. I mean, you were monogamous to her for 20 years. You were monogamous to your first wife and it went into the shitter. But like, even though it was like not good, like you stayed faithful when you were faithful to your second wife for 20 years before you decided to go seeing other people. But like you're a non-cheating guy, you know, how does that guy decide to see his first working girl? Like what happened at that point? The internet. Okay, so that came about and it was like easier access to find someone. Yeah, I was living in Southeast Florida at the time and it was very, a very prominent happening over there. So you found your first girl and how did that go? Did you feel guilty or weird about it? Yeah, that definitely. But the excitement of doing things I might not normally be able to do. And you both know that you're there 
for a specific reason and pretty much you know there's no uh and i'm having a hard time putting it into words there's no uh, negotiating so to speak <laughs> it was easy it's easy it's a sure thing <laughs> yes yeah, yeah there you go yeah that's the word you like that ease, right? You're older at this point. You got a lot of shit going down. You're like, I could just go do this thing. I know I'm getting laid and then you could fucking right. leave and you don't have to deal. I get that. So right. did she eventually find out? I mean, is that why you ended that marriage or because you're st you stay vanilla I, I, until you leave her. Right. I mean, besides the seeing the escorts and stuff on the side. Right. Yes. No, I don't think that ever became a, a point of contention. She did find a bag of toys that I had. And held it up in front of me at one point. <laughs> you mean kind of like quick. girls that toys that you never used on her? Like toys for girls? Yeah. And what'd you say? I just kind of shrugged my shoulders and that was that. Yeah, I could tell by just the I listen, I'm asking you questions and it's hard for you to get the words out to me. Like I could just you're just like one of those guys. You just shrug your shoulders, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay so nothing comes of that i mean it's not like she would flipped out like you're fucking cheating on me but you wind up getting divorced okay so now when do you start dipping your toe into all this other crazy things that you've done let's get to that uh, well i started seeing trans girls i oh. found a an affinity for trans girls now is that and, when you were just like looking online for regular working girls and then you saw one that was trans or were you like googling trans porn and you knew that you were into that and started to look specifically for a trans escort oh yeah you know they're broken down on the old websites that used to exist before the feds stopped stopped them all yeah they were categorized right and, so uh, you were you knew that you were into it like that was something that you yes yes for sure Okay. Yeah. And so I had some some pretty good experiences with with that, but I would still go back and forth between traditional and and trans. Now, were you the bottom when you would see trans girl like trans women or did Both. you Okay. Bit of a switch. Although I do, you know, I get how honest can I be here? I do oh like my God, you please be very honest. That's the whole fucking point of changing your name and your voice oh. so you could bear all. <laughs> I mean, come on, I'm not your your wife's sister. Your, I mean, you know, why not be honest? I don't fucking know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I enjoy anal play. Mm -hmm. And so wanted to try that being topped, so to speak, you know, and uh, I, I found it very pleasurable. Now, let me ask you this. Did you ever think to be topped by a guy or was it like, oh, I like anal play and I like women. So a trans woman would be like the top of the mountain. Yes and yes. OK, so but but I know that you event. Do you eventually hook up with guys? Eventually try a guy? Yes. Uh, again, through online Craigslist type things. Mm hmm. I met up with a couple who was advertising for, you know, a guy to play with them who was bi and would, you know, partake in oral. So I, I hooked up with them three or four times, I guess. And was that your first experience with a guy doing oral? Yes. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Hey, guys, listen. I get it. There are just certain things that you do not want to talk to your doctor about, okay? (laughs) But here's the thing. Most men's health issues have really simple solutions, and RexMD is all about simple solutions. RexMD makes getting generic and branded Viagra or Cialis easy. Everything's online, even the prescription, and they deliver it right to your door. No office visit necessary. It's super simple. It's fast and it's cheap. Did you know that Viagra can cost $90 a pill? Okay. RexMD has a generic Viagra that's just as effective for as low as $2 a pill. RexMD has already helped over 300,000 guys gain confidence quickly and conveniently. And now they're here to help you. Act now to take advantage of my deal by heading to RexMD.com strictly. My exclusive deal will save you up to 90% off where you'll pay as low as $2 per dose on generic Viagra instead of 90 plus on Viagra. Starter packs of generic Viagra or Cialis are now available for my listeners to get started. That's rexmd.com slash strictly for up to 90% off plus a free gift. Your partner will thank you. That's rexmd.com slash strictly. Go there now or just go to the description and click on the link for up to 90% off plus a free gift. And did you like love it? I don't want to say I, I loved it, but it, it wasn't as distasteful or awful as I might have thought it would have been 20 years ago. Well, listen, obviously you're responding to this couple who's got a bi guy. At that point, you're not thinking it's going to be distasteful. You're thinking, I can't wait to put this dick in my mouth. All right, come on, right? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't have hooked, you wouldn't have got in there. You knew exactly where you're, like, you were wanting a dick, right? Weren't you looking for that experience? Yeah, and I was also looking for the experience of of him. I have this particular fetish of, of cleanup. Right. Being in a 69 position with a woman with her on top, her receiving doggy. Mm -hmm. And you're underneath like she's getting doggy from her husband. You're underneath. He's like having sex with her, comes inside her and then you clean up his cum. Yes. Now, when did you start that? Like, when did that fetish? When did you realize you were into that? Like when you were with this couple, did you do that with them? No, I couldn't get them to do that. I got him to penetrate her and then let me taste her off him. Mm-hmm. But they they didn't seem to want to com- complete any action. So we, you know, and then we, we would just all do oral on each other. And then really they would finish. They wouldn't even finish with oral. They'd finish with a hand job. With you. They gave you a yeah. hand job. Okay. Yes. So when do you start to experience your you know, cleaning jizz fetish, more Craigslist stuff. Yeah. uh, Or back page. So maybe five, six years ago, there was a ad for a a couple that again, wanted to play and they lived sort of near me. And so I called and we made the arrangement and I went down there and the guy had this little, he's got an office. But in in the back of the office, he's got like a little bedroom apartment almost set up. And uh, they were both foreign and she didn't speak any English. 
but we played around probably four or five times. And the second time I was able to do that 69 thing and, and have him come and her and me clean it up. Now, what word are these couples like? Like, paint the fucking picture. Were these couples hot? Or were they, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, they were <laughs> You're not solid. Oh, my God. They were decent looking. Yeah, they the decent de- is not hot. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Beggars can't be choosers. I get it. Like you're online just looking for like a like a scenario, right? Like that's hot in itself that you don't necessarily need them to be like perfect looking or anything. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. So you don't really care about that. It's more like, oh, this is a couple. They're going to give you exactly what you're looking for. Um, Exactly. Right. At that point, how old are you? Let's see. Sixty five. Sixty five is when you start doing all this shit. Well. A little bit before that. Well, yeah. how much? What's a little bit before? I can never tell with you, Roger. <laughs> what's a little bit? Ten years or two years? <laughs> uh, two, two or three years. Early sixties. Okay, so and so really, like you started doing all this crazy stuff and fulfilling like all your fantasies, even like the trans stuff and with the trans escorts and all the anal play. Like that's all started in your sixties. No, late fifties with the trans stuff. Right. Okay. But really, so you never got married again and you just started doing all that, like you just decided to do all this kind of stuff instead? Yes. No relationship since your ex-wife? Couple, but nothing terribly serious. So let's go back to this couple in the back room. You know, I just want you to paint a little picture about them. I mean, are they a younger couple? I mean, because you're an older guy, right? Are they like a younger couple or are they around your age? Uh, They were in their mid-50s, I would say. Okay, so you show up, they've got a back room. Like the second time you get your cum fetish, the cleaning jizz thing, exactly that scenario, the 69, everything exactly the way you wanted it? Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, exactly. And then and then I kind of lost track of them. You know, I had gone back several times. And you know how people will use burner phones or burner phone numbers, you know. I couldn't get in touch with them anymore. And then hear about, six months ago I'm seeing this other working girl and we're talking about certain things and she says she knows a guy who likes to watch a voyeur type situation and would I be interested and we got to talking well don't you know it turns out being the the same same guy and we have now since hooked up and he also has that fetish now and so we seek out other girls and make it happen oh so he's not with the woman who couldn't speak English anymore she was just a, an acquaintance and past girlfriend of his. He's he's actually married, but his wife plays too. Oh, does she know? Have you ever been with the wife too, or has she ever been involved? I have, I have, I have not. He has not pr- proposed that to me thus far, but he has told me numerous stories of other guys that ha- have. Interesting, but he doesn't bring her along with you, and you've been to that house where he has the room. Do you see pictures of him and his wife around the, the house? No, uh-uh. it's not really a house. It's an office. Oh, right. It's an office. with his. Oh, right. The office. So it's not an office. in his. I was thinking it's like an office in his house. It's just his office, but it happens to have a bedroom in the back so he could do all this stuff. He might be cheating on that wife. I don't know. Do you really think that yeah. like that wife is really in the know? Oh, yeah. 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 He, yeah. Yeah. He's explained it pretty well. Okay, yep. cool. So he picks up girls for you guys and you guys like go to town yes you know the typical 
male male female male stuff for a while and we have not done the the 69 thing yet necessarily yet but he will you know be having sex with her in various positions and when he he comes and i clean up right but he also likes it do you also have sex with the women and then he's the cleanup guy too well in my situation for whatever reason i in the last I have some prostate issues. And so in the last two months, when I still have full orgasms, but I don't project any semen. semen Oh, interesting. Okay, right, right, right. So there's nothing for him to clean up. Right, right. right. So we usually find girls that have previously been with someone else. You mean that same day and they show up like with jizz inside of them? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Is that what you put, like, in your ads looking for a girl? Like, or you tell the girl, like, do me a favor, like, go and get, you know, cummed it's, up before you show of, up? <laughs> it's, word, it, it's word of mouth. We have certain certain girls that are amenable to, to this type of thing. They're, once again, they're working girls. Oh, okay. So most of the women you guys play with are working girls. I mean, you don't find women like in the lifestyle. Cause I know you did tell me like before we started taping that you just went to a munch. Like, you I know, did. you know, so you're meeting people in the lifestyle or any, you don't meet any women that aren't in the, you know, working girls. The, the whole, you know, this is, I, I, I find this stuff on fat life. You're familiar. Yeah. Yeah, so I have found a particular area here on FetLife that has been conducive to this, and that, you know, that was the glory hole that I mentioned about last Thursday. You want to hear about that? Of course. Okay, so so uh, I made arrangements to go. The glory hole was before the munch. The munch was several hours later, so I went to the glory hole. And all the guys were spaced out five, six minutes apart, you know, and it's at a particular guy's house. And it's not not a fancy glory hole like you might see in an adult theater. It's just a black screen, you know, with an appropriate hole in it. But I had said to him, do you think I can snowball with whoever was behind the screen? I, I, I'm not going to say the name. Well, we don't need the name, but was it a man or a woman? Woman. Okay. Oh, how do I know? You're doing guys and girl like a lot of glory holes. It's guy on guy action. Okay, so you're telling me that this is a glory. I mean, it's important to say most people don't think that there's a woman ever on the other side of a glory hole. You know what I mean? Oh, no, this 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 is a a regular ongoing thing. In fact, there's another one coming up soon. And in fact, there's a gangbang tomorrow and Thursday. Okay, so now so these glory hole things that you experiences that you go to are set up and there are women on the other side. That's a, that's not something I've heard of a lot. I mean, I'm typically, like I said, talking to people where it's like a guy's on the other side. Yeah, in most of the public places, I think that's what you tend to find. Right, but you you but if you go looking, like you said, on FetLife and stuff, you could find these kinds of experiences. And they're typically, it's a setup kind of thing, right? You know you're going to Glory Hole and then there's other, there's women inside them. In in this particular case, it was one woman taking care of uh, about 20 guys that day. Wow. That sounds like a gangbang glory hole experience, isn't it? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. So I had said to him, is there any chance I could snowball with her with whoever comes after me? And so I showed up at my given time 
he let me in and he he said you know he kind of gave me the be quiet sign and she was sucking away on this guy and he was he was moaning and groaning and and he had me walk behind the screen and he and he told her he says i have a guy i want you to feed that to so at first he didn't think he was going to be able to do it in in our email communication he says i don't know if that will work out but when i showed up so she finished the guy off and then come kissed me through the hole or you were on her side no i was on her side she was naked she had shorts on but naked top up Right. So this is that's what a snowball is like. She the cum goes from one mouth to another. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And then did you go on the other side and have her service you that way? Yes. Yes. I was next. Wow. <laughs> oh my yes. God. Shit that's going down. This is in some guy's house, like in a cul-de-sac somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Exactly. Oh, my God. It's like. Where and the, yeah, he's he's a photographer, so he's photographing and or videoing not really sure what he does with it but he asked me if it was okay and i said yeah i don't care what the heck you're cool like you're probably in some porn somewhere you're down with that you're okay yeah you know i was talking with a girl late later that day at the munch and i'm fairly discreet on my fetlife profile because of the musician thing and you know there's a number of people that i'm somewhat known around the area so she said well if somebody sees you on there they're on there too so she made a good point right well when you went to that much so to explain to people what a munch is and you know tell me what went down and what you were going there for i think yeah you know, i'm not i'm not 100 percent clear on the whole thing but you know it's it's called a munch and it's just a a meeting and it was happened to be at a local a watering hole a local bar yeah in a certain section and every and there was 20 25 people there and it's just people of like like mindset and sometimes it's specific to certain activities yeah like the bdsm world has munches for sure that's the first time i heard it when i was talking to this dom guy and he i'm like what is a munch i've never heard of them but it's basically like a meet and greet just like you said you know and where you're meeting like-minded people and this munch was just like sort of just for people that are open-minded and into all kinds of things it wasn't specific swingers basically i think okay because there was a fair amount of couples there and there were several doms. And I'm still not clear on that. Yeah, have you ever seen, you know, when, when it's usually a guy, it's D-O-M. And then when it's a woman, it's D-O-M-M-E. Yeah. Uh-huh. And how, how do they say dome or, or is it just dominatrix? Dom that's the way I think of it. But yeah, they don't use that term. Yeah, yeah, I would even use just Dom, D-O-M-M-E. But yeah, I'm not that clear. But okay, so you went to the munch after the glory hole and now you're there and it's like a bunch of couples and stuff. Do you wind up meeting up with anyone that you wound up hooking up with or you're going to hook up with them? Because this was just recently, right? Yes, I'm going to. Actually, there was a particular couple there and I found the lady very attractive. And in communication with the, the guy who does the setting up of the glory holes and the gangbangs, one of the e- emails said so-and-so and so-and-so would be available. And I, and I, excuse me, I wrote back available for, and of course, we're, we have to be somewhat discreet, but so available for sessions, let's just say that. Right. But does that mean that these people, you have to pay them? No. I mean, munches aren't yes. professionals, really. Yes. Yes. There's yeah. Even at the at, at the glory hole, uh-huh. he he keeps a tip jar out and he'll make statements like the tip jar is hungry and ten ten or fifteen dollars does not constitute a tip. So 
I that day I threw in forty bucks. Right, and each guy. Do you pay to go there as well, or no? No, no. Okay, yeah, because he's obviously paying that girl. That girl's not like just there for the experience, right. correct? Right, right. I think there, you know, and I think for his time and his his domicile and and all that, he's taken a portion and and given her a portion. Yes. Yeah, of course. Why, why else would he be doing it? But he also and, and, probably makes, but he's also getting the content. So he's making money off of it someplace else. Exactly. Too. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to ask him. I, I haven't asked him thus far, you know, what, what he does with the videos, but he's a pretty straightforward guy. So I'm sure if I ask him, he'll tell me. So these, have you been to more than one of these glory hole ex- things that this guy puts together? No. That was the first one I found out about, you know, when I kind of stumbled upon this particular group that was named for the city I live in. And, you know, you have to join the group and then you get on the mailing list and so on. And then so I got the notice and I said, I'm in, you know. And now this is the same guy then that is setting up the gangbang that you're going to? Yes. So will that be your first gangbang? Yes. Okay, and now do you know, it's the same guy, right? Do you know the details? Like, how does that work when it comes to gangbang? Like, what is he, like, is it just like, hey, show up here, or do you have to fill anything out, send in pics? Like, how does it work on, you know, when you get the email on that to sign well, up? He, he has a certain sort of criteria list. You know, they want to know some things about you, cock size and all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, see, that's the stuff I need to know. Exactly. Like, that's interesting. Like, what are they, what is in the email? Like, what, like, what are the stats you have to give them? Cock your, size? What else? Your FET screen name and so on and so forth. Hold on. Let me call up the email. Yeah. Okay. He says, please keep reading to understand the process of glory holes and gangbangs. I've had dozen guys, dozens of guys miss out on pussy because they didn't read this carefully and follow direction. <laughs> Oh my God, can you email this guy back and tell him to come on my show? I've been dying to get a gangbang coordinator on. I had one young kid who said he was like, that's what he did, but he really wasn't so much a professional like this guy. I know guys like this do this, right? Because I've talked to many people that have done gangbangs, but I've, and I had one guy set to do it and he canceled and he backed out last minute. You know, can you try and tell the guy to come on to my show anyway? <laughs> I will. I will talk to him. All right, cool. So, all right, so go on. I love that first sentence to read the rest. <laughs> How it works. Number one, I send you an email to tell you about the event. Number two, the email will tell you the time window of opportunity. Note, I can't have 12 to 15 guys here at one time, so I have to space you out every five or 10 minutes. If you want to come, check the window of time, email me with the time you want, and make sure you can come. If you can't come, you don't need to tell me. (laughs) And he means come come to the event. Yeah. (laughs) Once I get your email, I will confirm the time and so on. You know, the day of the event, maybe two days, I will send you a confirmation email. How to stay on the list. Don't say you're coming and not come, basically. You know, don't cancel out. Don't be a fucking flake or you're getting you're off the list. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. Where when does he ask about your cock size? Did you say that already? Yeah. Yeah, basically your height and weight and all, all, all that. I mean, he, he knows me from my profile. Well, he met me at the Munch, too. But prior to that, he didn't know me. How did So you found him. You found out details about his glory hole thing. And that's now how you've gotten on his list. But you hadn't met him previously. I had not. Right. So you've had MMF, MFM, like all kinds of threesomes, right? Have you ever had any foursomes or anything bigger than that? No. Only threesomes, either with two girls and a guy or two guys and a girl. 
So tell me some of the threesomes with the two girls. Have they always been with working girls or have you ever got people outside of that? No, strictly working girls. Right. Is that just because it's like the sure thing for you? You love that? <laughs> because listen, yeah. inside that lifestyle, I talk to girls that are down for all these things, you know. Maybe you need to go to more munches to meet people who are really in well, that world. That's what I'm working on. That's what I'm working on. Well, listen, you have no kids. You don't have any more ex-wives. Like, what are you? What else are you going to spend your money on, right? Like, fucking live it up. No, you're exactly right. Listen, I still go on dates. I still have certain ladies I see, but they would probably not be open any, to your lifestyle, <laughs> shape or form, interested in, in what I'm doing. So, right. Because if they're age appropriate, most women, I mean, unless you met a woman who's in, you know, at a munch that's around your age, then you know she's like-minded. But most women, if they're not in that lifestyle by the time they're in their 60s, most likely you're not going to get them to, you know, dive in. I mean, unless you give them some pellets. I don't know. I had a woman on my show. I mean, it was such a fascinating episode. She was like strictly vanilla with her husband, went on the pellets, and she's like having gangbangs now. I mean, she was in her late 50s, so you just don't know. Those pellets make women really fucking horny. These girls that you get, like the female-female and the working girls, like what is, is, because you're paying, right, and you can have whatever you want, like what is it that you look for in the girls? Well, I'm not not looking for any particular kind of look. I mean, you know, I tend to like smaller women Mm -hmm. because I'm kind of small. I'm like 5'8", 140, and I'm kind of small in the PP department there, you know. (laughs) about five and a half you know which is somewhat average average. that's average yeah but uh, i like girls who will work on each other so you like girls that are into girls yeah you know that will 69 each other while i'm doing doing one of them doggy you know that's fun to me and how do you find those girls is it like on their profile or whatever like how do you know that they're down for that or you have to negotiate that how does it work yeah, sometimes it will be in their profile, and and then sometimes just by word of mouth. Well, in this one situation, the two girls were working out of the same house, and, and you know they ran separate ads, and they really didn't say anything about getting together. But I proposed it, and we agreed on a number. It happened. How much was that number? I think about one twenty that day. That's it. Sixty yeah. bucks each. Yep. Wow, interesting. That's all that they, they, that's the, that's, that was their big upsell. They probably could have got you for 500 bucks. Well, I wouldn't have shelled out 500 Oh, you wouldn't have. Okay. (laughs) I wonder. Okay. No, they'd have to look like, you know, a porn star for that. Right, right, right. These girls are regular girls. Yeah. But there were the two girls. So one was, you know, a little on the chubby side, which I I don't really care. Mm Mm-hmm. The other girl was more, you know, my size, actually maybe an inch taller than me. And she was, she loved to kiss. She loved to, she was, she considered herself a freak. And she said she liked me because I was as freaky as she was. (laughs) Like I used to, I used to come in her and then clean up my own cum. Mm -hmm. And she thought that was really hot. Right. So you could you would feel like even though you're paying her like she's actually really enjoying the scenario, like the experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. There are some tells. I mean, do you think like with the working girls, like, can you tell when maybe they're faking it compared to when they're not? As far as like an orgasm? Yeah, that's hard. to. That's hard. To, it's hard to tell. I, I don't know. You want me to give you a tell? Yeah. Give me a tell. Okay. 
I mean, if she has fake boobs, her nips might be always hard anyway. But let me, the tell is that if after a girl comes, like her nipples retract and get as hard as they could ever be. Do you understand? Like there is no girl out there that orgasms and her nipples are like flat. They get constricted and hard and they are at their peak headlight position (laughs) right after an orgasm. You know, that's what happens. It's a physiological thing. And so that's the tell. She could be moaning all she fucking wants. If her nipples are flat and her they haven't become really erect, like she's not having an orgasm. That's the tell. That's a secret tell. What what, what about some sometimes I can actually notice the contractions of her vagina. Yeah, but I could contract my vagina and make it feel that way. Just look yeah. at the nips. I'm telling you, that's the tell. That's the real tell. I could, I could, I could squeeze it. It's called Kegels, okay? Any girl can. I mean, you know, I, I'm just saying if you want the real tell, that's it. But some girls, like I said, if they have fake implant, like if they have implants or nipples might be always hard, but just look, take a look next time. <laughs> okay. It's a secret. Thank you. I don't want to ruin it for you, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, listen, because so, sometimes when you go with these working girls, you want the girlfriend experience, right? You want to, who cares? Like, you just want to believe what you want to believe, right? I mean, you're just yes. there for that experience, for that. Like, I don't want to ruin it, really. Well, there was a girl I used to see for, for I must have seen her 20 times over a three or four year period. And she was 60 bucks, believe it or not. Is that cheap? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. You told me you got two girls for one twenty, and I was like, "That's so cheap!" But you were acting as if you wouldn't pay more. So, but that girl, sixty bucks. Yeah, that's really cheap. So she would let me bareback her, but she'd always say, "Don't come in my pussy, but you can come in my ass." And she absolutely loved anal. And at the time, I was still able to get hard enough to penetrate her ass, and I probably did that 10 or 15 times then COVID came along and she said she actually set up a glory hole during the COVID days which I never was able to partake in but then she stopped taking my calls and I had no earthly idea why and then I used a burner number to contact her and she said I don't see your number in my contact list and I said it's so-and-so and then she stopped communicating with me wow something happened yeah you don't know what you did that last time you were there? Because, I mean, you saw her many times, right, before she yeah. ghosted you? Yes, yes, absolutely. And, I mean, we always had a great time. Listen, you know her. what might have happened? She might have got something from someone and, and thought it was you, but maybe it wasn't but, you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because if it was me, I certainly would have known because I'd have it too, and I don't. Right, so. You and you would have. that would have been a part of that the story you're telling me. That's probably because, listen, what else could be the reason, right? You remember the last uh, time you were with her, and nothing out of the ordinary happened, I'm assuming? No. no. She's letting you ride her bareback, which means, you know, she's letting everybody ride her bareback, which means she might have got something, and she might have thought it was you. Also... There's another scenario that involves an STI that she actually got one and is afraid she gave something to you and just, you know, hopes you she never has to fucking talk to you again. You know what I mean? Like it could be maybe she didn't give you anything because you never got anything, but she might be worried that she did. It could be right. one of those two scenarios, you know, which kind of makes sense. Right. Right. You know, right. Think about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, 
yeah so she's no longer in the picture like how many girls do you have in rotation or okay now no let's go back to the trans girls do you still see them i did i saw one about a week ago Okay. And now do when you see these people, do you go to their house or do they come to your house? Like how does that work? I went to her house and it was a very nice house, spotlessly clean. And I had read a couple of reviews, you know, I, you know, the erotic review.com. Yeah. I've heard of places like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I read a couple of reviews there and they were very good and very accurate. What is that website called again? Because people always talk. I don't think people have given the name. It's called the Erotic Review. Yes. Okay. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can they, find people. And the, there's real people are giving you. And I, does it go both ways? Do people also rate you the the on your side too? I don't think so, but it's possible. But I don't think so. Okay. I think maybe the if the person you're giving a review to has also has an account on there which uh, why would they but you know i guess they could they could rebut possibly you know well i know that there's sites like this i've talked to i once had this guy on really early on in my podcasting career and he was really interesting because he only saw like high-end escorts like these were like famous porn stars that charge like 1500 an hour minimum three hours time you know like that world he was living in sure and he would tell me like really interesting stories and this was the first time that i found out that there were these sites and even molly the girl that's been on my show that's an escort talked about these sites that exist and they're really set up to keep everybody safe and people are reviewed on both sides the you know the escorts are reviewed so you get the real like you on your side see the reviews of these people so you know right like this trans girl had great reviews but also the person on the other side sees reviews of other you know of anyone that you've ever hooked up with so and this is the way these people stay safe Right. Because if you're not good with one girl, they'll fucking put a review and you'll be, you know, excommunicated by all of them because they and they only see the reviews on you and you only see the reviews on them. And that's the way it goes. Right. 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 So. So I I went over there and I heard that she was tall and she's like six two. Wow. But maybe one forty one fifty, something like that. You know, very trim, Mm -hmm. very, very, very very passable okay <clears throat> spoke almost no english <laughs> e- even even almost face to face it's using translate through text what language spanish okay cuban i believe so we got comfortable as the saying goes and just she had great great boobs i stuck on them for a while and then she pushed me down to suck her cock and was pretty forceful at some point, which I had read in the in one of the reviews, but I kind of liked it. She would grab me by the head and, and force me all the way down. And then after maybe 10 minutes of that, she positioned me. I mean, she really takes charge, positioned me on the edge of the bed, put on a condom, lubed up and, and fucked me pretty heavily. And was that more like of a like you had never really experienced someone so rough? I don't want to say rough, but very determined. Very right. Determined. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was kind of like you were domed, you know, and you like that. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very, very much so. I'm surprised in all of your experiences that you hadn't found that experience before. 
especially with trans. I mean, I have some guys who see trans women and they prefer them because of that reason, because they tend to be more aggressive and very direct. And that's kind of what they dig. You know, a lot of women are the opposite of that. Right, right. You know? Right. I found one of these emails about the gangbangs. He says, gangbangs, yes, plural. I don't mean to be jumping subjects here, but uh, I just found it. It says, I have a new girl coming Tuesday from 12 until 140. She has some strict requirements, so please, only guys from 18 to 59, no big oh. bellies. Oh, what a requirement. <laughs> I mean, it, like, that spans the whole the thing. That's so funny. Yeah. Must be able to get good and hard. If you meet the criteria, here are her rules and likes. She may want video. It would only be without your face. Condoms required. No anal. No kissing. She loves moaners, loud comers, and dirty talkers. She said, I like to be grinded on slowly and rallied. I like variances in speed, tempo, and depth. I like quickies. (laughs) Wow. I need screenshots of the. Can you send me screenshots of these emails? It's so fascinating to me. These are the little details I love. You know, not with any names or anything on it. Just Just give me a, do a screenshot of just like the you know, the body of those emails, it's hilarious. Like I said, but yeah. no, you know, don't include any emails or anything like that. And if anything comes through on my end, I'll just like, you know, I'll, I'll crop it out. Don't worry about it. Okay. I, I, okay. I know. And I'll air it on my Patreon. That's so fucking funny. Wait, let's, so that trans girl, you really liked her. Now, let, quick question. Have you ever hooked up with a guy solo? Well, I see two different massage therapists. Oh, okay. Like, and they're guys. Yeah, they're they're guys. And and they kind of advertise as, if you read their advertisements, it'll say erotic, you know. So, you know, it's usually involving a hand job. Right. It's a happy ending, but it's a guy-on-guy happy ending. Right. So a number of years ago, things were getting, you know, I don't, sometimes they'll stand by you, you know, when you're kind of laying you're on your on your belly face down and and they they get naked eventually and you know put their cock in your face (laughs) they don't usually say anything but it's there if you want to suck it so to speak you know Uh and i guess eventually at one time i said oh what the hell you know and and i went ahead and did that so then at, at one point he 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 got on top and he was just kind of teasing me with with the tip of his cock and he was oiled up pretty good and I was oiled up pretty good. And all of a sudden he penetrated me. Wow. That's like a gay porn right there. Yeah. I kind of wasn't expecting it and I don't think he had a condom on. So I kind of made him pull out and, and he was making like he didn't understand what I was saying. I think he does. What do you call it? Poppers or, you know, sniffing that anal nitrate stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he seems a little loopy when you're, when you're there. Yeah. But but since then, I have seen him a number of times and we have done the same sort of thing voluntarily, let's say. So it, it goes through with it, but he's got a condom on. Yes. OK, so you let him penetrate you, too. You have the full gay porn experience. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, so you do hook up with guys, you see trans women, so you're really open to all of it. Have you ever, like, thought to yourself, now that there's all these, like, labels that exist and stuff, like, like what you would label yourself? Yeah, I mean, it, like, like with this, this gangbang that was coming up Thursday, or that is coming up Thursday, because I was just reading you the one from tomorrow. Yeah. I can't find the Thursday one. The Thursday one is for bi guys, so it's a couple there, 
And the, the woman likes to see the guys play together before they do her, you know. Right. So you're going to be fluffed, but you'll be fluffed by a guy. Yes. Okay. But, I mean, you're really open to everything. Would you consider yourself, like, gender fluid? Uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. The whole term bi. Okay. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I would have to consider myself bi, but I also see this term heteroflexible. Yeah, the like, gender fluid, same thing. Same thing. What, well, no, it, but this is the difference. This is what I learned bisexual was. When I was younger, I thought bisexual meant like you would only be with the same sex sexually, but you only have romantic feelings for the opposite sex. I thought bisexual was just strictly like who you got down with sexually speaking, but I was told I was dead wrong and I have been corrected. And what I have since learned, and I learned it a long time ago doing my show, is that bisexual means you will not only have sex with, but also date somebody from the same sex opposite sex like that's bisexual now if you're into if you're like only would date somebody of the opposite sex but you'll fuck around with a guy or a girl that's more like hetero flexible right you're heterosexual in who you are romantic with but you'll right. fuck around with someone of the opposite sex over the same sex okay all right that, that's you just clarified it for me so then i would say i'm the latter Heteroflexible. Yeah, I have I have absolutely no interest in kissing a man, in hanging out, you know, I mean in a romantic a way, yeah. Uh huh. No absolutely none. But you so, like to suck a dick every now and then. That's more yes. heteroflexible for sure. Yeah. Yes, yes. And listen, for all the guys on YouTube that are going to claim different and, you know, people can't really understand the difference. I mean, you're here to say, listen, you're on the, my show as Roger, okay, that's not your real name, right? You're, you have no reason right. to lie. If you were down to date guys too, you would. But like you're here to say, like sometimes you might want to suck a dick, but it doesn't mean that you also want to like hold hands and go to the movies with a guy. And other people right. are, it's the opposite, you know? And I think a lot of younger people are much more bisexual nowadays where they will not only hook up, but also they're open to falling in love with whoever. You know, it's a very different world. But I think it's I, the same for women, more, too. Some women want to hook up with girls, but they don't want to date them. Right, 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 right. Definitely. definitely. And, like, w my point about you is that, like, of all the playing around that you have done, you know, and you're really deciding at, you know, they. I was listening to Rosie O'Donnell talk recently, and she was saying, like, oh, you know, she feels like she's in her third and final act, right? Like, after 60, it's like, you know, you got three right. parts of your life, right? And 60 is, like, that last part, you know, really, you waited till your last part to start really letting your freak flag fly doing whatever the fuck you want so if you were bisexual or had those kind of feelings I mean now is the time you would have realized it because it seems like you're just really open and have experienced everything and so why wouldn't you experience that if you wanted to right right you know right. I agree totally agree I'm not and thank you for the clarification yeah, that's what labels are for. So many older people in our generation, like in my generation, they fucking hate labels. They're like, I think that they're kind of nice. I think that they could kind of clear things up. And, I, you know, when we were growing up and so many years ago, there weren't, a mil there weren't a lot of different labels. And I think a lot of people didn't fit into, like, the two labels that existed. It was like you're either homosexual. Well, no, it was like homosexual or heterosexual, you know. And then you had this bisexual that I didn't even know what the fuck it meant, you know. Now there's so many different terms. And I think that I like the terms. I think that it 
helps, right. you know, put a label to it. Listen, I, you don't need a label, right? Nobody needs it. But I think sometimes it's helpful when you're trying to figure yourself out. You know, at all these times that you were playing around or maybe even before you started playing around with guys and doing all this stuff, you obviously had these fantasies in your mind. Were you ever confused about your sexual preferences or like did you ever were you ever freaked out by it is that why it took you so long to live it out no no i don't think i was ever confused and i but you know with with age and comes wisdom and 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 you know i've had some health issues so you know you just get you just get to the point where it's like you have a bucket list and you're gonna fill it you know yeah it's now or never your third act you're like i'm gonna fucking do it i give you credit you know i mean like are your friends high-fiving you does anyone know what you're doing a couple of them i'm i'm honest with are they like holy shit yeah some of them are envious yeah i you know they told me and i heard this a long time ago and it is very true that like there are some and i think it's in florida there are some old age homes where like the the stds are like rampant in them because there's just so much sex going on in that place in those places like supposedly yeah. like that's like I, the deal i know exactly the place you're you're speaking of i won't say the name but everybody knows it oh you're kidding it's a real it's an actual one place yes why can't you tell me the name uh, I, I can tell you the name. The yeah. villages. Oh, the vi- okay. So that's the place, and it's it exists in Florida, and it's just like a place for like older swingers. <laughs> no, it's just a it's just a maybe a fifty five and up retirement community. Yeah, up near Oak. But it's just it's known because that's apparently that's what that's what goes on there. Right. And there's just a lot of sex going on, right? Everyone fucking everyone supposedly like I think it's like if your garage is up, that means come over, we'll fuck you or something like there's a little <laughs> like rule. <laughs> That's what I've heard, you know, <laughs> listen, I'm when not... I hear crazy things like that, because I've been doing my show for so long, I'm like, you know, listen, I've heard it all. So I can believe I'm that sure. that place exists. Let me tell you another couple. Yeah. Story. Yeah. So this on this lady advertise again this is back in the craigslist or back page days mm-hmm. and she was an attractive late 50s woman in good shape in a big nice house and the guy just liked to watch i don't think they were actually married she called him her husband but and she just advertised it as a massage you know with with playing around not really penetration but i've talked to other guys who, who claim they have penetrated her i never did i just had fun with her in other ways but mm-hmm. just cordial as could be invite you into the house she looked fantastic told me where to lay my clothing which you know a lot of a lot of times that's not always the case they don't even have a chair for you to set your your clothing on or whatever you just end up throwing it on the floor but she was just very cordial and very professional and then you know got out some oil and said lay down and and, all that. and then the husband comes in and sits in the corner or the the gentleman comes in sat in the corner and just observed and I think I saw her two or three times and we would end up in a, a 69 position and which I really and I would come in her mouth and snowball I, with him. No, I, I asked her the la- the very last time if she would snowball with me and she did. Mm-hmm. She said yeah, gladly. And then all of a sudden they ghosted. She disappeared. She broke her arm or something and was out of commission for a while. 
and then said, I'll be back in, you know, May or whatever. And then I never could find them again. Well, listen, I think you brought up that last story because I'm going to wrap it up because like that really is the top of the mountain for you. That's your biggest turn on, right? The snowballing, the the cleaning up. That's like your favorite yeah. thing to do, right? That's why you want to reminisce on that last story because I feel yeah. like, because listen, you do a lot of things. I mean, you're kind of like been there, done that. You know, you're living yeah. out all your fantasies, but it sounds yes. like that's really the thing that you enjoy the most. Of late, yes, for sure. That's like on the menu. Absolutely. That's cool. Well, listen, what do we call you, Roger? Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your stories. I mean, it's kind of interesting that, you know, so later on you decided to do all this stuff. A lot of times, you know, we go all the way back to start someone's story. You know, this this happened way later in your life, which I think is like an interesting angle. You know, it makes it sort of like different than my other stories you've been there done that a lot of the same stuff that other people have done but some new things like I haven't heard of a glory hole with a girl on the other side you know <laughs> I haven't really talked to the guy that's getting the happy endings from the guy you know it typically it's from the girl so it's super yeah. interesting yeah 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 so thanks Roger thanks so much for calling in and sharing your stories now listen I'm going to give you my discord invite if you want to go on there and talk to people after your episode airs you're on my patreon already right I, I am. Are you on the Discord too? I, I saw your thing come through on, on email or uh, no, a week or so ago about how to yes. correlate the Discord and I haven't done it yet. Well, I just said I posted a new one today just giving the quick invite. It'll be super easy. If you want to go over there, you can totally yeah, fine yeah. with me. You know what I mean? I would love yeah, and you could do whatever the fuck you want over there. People get like hardcore, so you could do that over there. You know, if you want to send me an anonymous pic of you, you know, but like guys, there's nothing really. I'm not taking dick pics on my Patreon, you know, because I do R-rated stuff. So typically the people who send in pics, you see them because you're on my Patreon. There's like yeah. the hot pics of the hot girls, right? <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah, very, very hot girls. Yeah, right? I mean, you get all of them. I mean, and now at this point, you could see like every female. I don't think I have one female that hasn't sent me in a pic. And stay tuned for some more coming up. I have a girl coming out this Wednesday and, and one on Monday. Okay, you'll see them. I sent an email to you before. I listen as I'm going to sleep. Sometimes when I'm waking up, I have a Google device and I say, hey, Google, play Strictly Anonymous Oops, I just said it and my Google device is going to do it. <laughs> I love it. Anyway. I know. I've I've said the, the, the A word, you know, her name, and it goes off while I'm taping, you know, on my thing. If I'm telling a story, same thing like you. Well, listen, I love that. I'm so glad you found my show. And I'm glad that you, and thanks for joining my Patreon. And I'm glad that you called in and shared your story after all this time. It was super interesting. Glad, glad to do it. Yeah, and it was when, awesome. When... When would I expect to see this online? I don't know, Roger. Like if I sent you a picture, let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I have twelve episodes taped that still haven't aired. And this week I probably wow. have five I'm taping. But I divvy them out depending on like what I have. Sometimes I pair stuff together. So, you know, you'll be up sooner than later because it's an interesting story. So, you know, next couple weeks. All right. Okay. Stay tuned. Speaking with you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Roger. Bye. 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 Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. 
If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.